If you're sick of seeing people like me post their Wordle scores, I got some bad news for you. Good morning, I'm Rock 107's Prospector. And I know that some people hate, I mean hate, 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 seeing other folks' Wordle scores posted on social media. For some reason, seeing those rows of five multicolored boxes is akin to an unwelcome political opinion or somehow a slap in the face. Well, a whole new group of folks might start posting boxes on Twitter. Yeah, there's a new game that's like Wordle, but it's for music lovers, and it's called Hurdle. Instead of guessing words, you guess song titles based on small snippets. Jim Rezer, who works at the Citizen's Voice, uh, turned me onto it on Twitter over the weekend. Only the intro of the song is going to play, and every incorrect or skip guess unlocks a little more of the song. Now, of course, the goal is to correct in as few tries as possible, like Wordle. And there's only one hurdle a day, like Wordle. On the website, Hurdle is described as, quote, a respectful homage to Wordle, with a musical twist. Each hurdle is randomly plucked from a list of most streamed songs in the past decade. It also reads, much love and all relevant copyright to the, all the artists featured. Of course, I wonder if they're actually paying copyright fees for the artists' music that they're using because even a snippet counts and there are no freebies when it comes to music streaming in this world, but that's a different point. I, I've only tried it once. I didn't do well, but I might be posting Wordle and Hurdle scores in the near future and annoying even more folks on Twitter. I'm waiting for the Yurtle game to show up on Twitter. Yeah, Yurtle the Turtle game. When you have to guess what kind of turtle they're showing in as few looks as possible. From deep inside Earth's most inaccessible places comes the most treasured gift on Earth. Don't give her diamonds or gold. This year, fill up her tank with gasoline. Millions of years in the making. And this precious commodity will pump her with desire. Show her you love her by topping off her tank with this precious clear fluid with dazzling amber glow. Ignite her passion and fuel her love. De Beers Premium Gasolines. It's time to have a little fun on the phones. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. Got an uh, email from a woman named Melissa who manages a clothing store, a place that sells suits. You know what I'm talking about. And uh, she wants me to prank call one of her workers, Maribel. So I came up with an idea that the suit store needs another level, another little something else to sell to make it a hugely successful store. It's time for another Prospector prank call on Rock 107. House, this is Maribel. How can I help you? Hi, Maribel. Uh, my name's uh, Rick. Are you the manager? No, I'm not, but um, I, I'm one of the reps here. Uh, okay. Is your manager in? Um, She is, but I believe she's in a meeting right now. Hmm. I'd really love to talk to your manager. Could you uh, just pass this on to her, maybe uh, have her get back to me? Sure. Okay. I was in there last week, and I was getting fitted for a suit. Okay. And uh, probably after, you know, shopping, getting fitted, the whole thing, I, I was probably there, I'd say, for like an hour and a half. Okay. And I was starving by the time I got out of there. I had to wait. What if you guys uh, brought in catering, or even better, set up like a buffet over on the side? Uh-oh. So people, you know, could grab something to eat and then shop for suits, and, and you could call it, uh, are you ready for this? Okay. Suit, right? Suit. Suit plantation. Suit plantation. That's a good idea, but I don't think it would suit our store. Well, why is that? Um, Because we're a clothing store, and if something happens to the clothing, we will be responsible for it. Yeah, but you don't put the food on the clothing. You keep them separated, right? So you have an area. It's kind of like you go into, like, Barnes & Noble or something like that. You know how you get to stand and look at books longer? You give them coffee. Okay. Same concept. How do you get people to stay in shop longer and get more suits? Give them lunch. Suit plantation. It's genius, really. What happens if they spill something on the clothing? Then we won't have any. Well, I mean, look. 
First of all, we know there's a crazy markup on the stuff, so you're not going to be losing that much. And second, they're not going to do that because it's a suit, and they're not going to spill anything. All right? Trust mm, me on that. I don't know. Some people are well, very yeah, careless you, with stuff. You can at least admit this is a little genius in this idea. Think about it. Soup plantation. Think all the people would come just to get like a soup and a sandwich and then be like, hmm, I need a new suit. It's, it's perfect. I mean, it is a good idea, but unfortunately, I don't think my manager will buy that idea and yeah, consider it. Well, are you even writing this idea down? Yes, I am. Uh, okay, okay. What did I say? So you think that we should have a little soup plantation within the business while member of, while our customers are trying See, on soup? I, I don't hear the passion from you when you're describing it. She's not going to like it if you describe it like that. Let me hear you describe it like you... Uh, that's the way it sounds. Describe it like you believe in it. Like, we're going to do this. You know, that, that tabletop with the ties. Clear half of that out. I'll bring in, like, uh, some tomato soup and some cheeses and meats. I'll make some little sandwiches. We'll see how it goes, all right? We can partner on this. Um, it's genius. No. Mm, yes. No. No, because yes. had, then we're losing merchandise uh, Mar to show. You're, you're not to losing merchandise in yeah. there because people are going to be like, yes, oh, man, yes. this is delicious uh, tomato soup. Maybe I'll if take you a... take clothes off the displays uh, and look, you don't get them, it. You, just, gonna... you, you don't get it. Yes, I do. Why I are you being that... so stubborn? Why, why are you I'm being not... so stubborn? <laughs> look, we just started working together on look, this, and now you're already being stubborn? My manager won't accept it. Well, She's you don't know that. I mean, your manager's not your I, manager's not going to accept it if you don't get passionate about our idea. We got a big idea here. You and me, we're going to the top, kid. Either way, we're not allowed to have food or drinks in yeah, our store. Yeah, but so rules are meant to policies. be broken. Don't you want to be a millionaire with me? We're, we're doing it, okay? I'm sorry, we can't do that. We can do it, you and me. No, and I will. I mean, I'll forward the idea to my manager, but I don't Soup think she will can you, can, take into consideration. Can you just do me one one favor? Can you just say soup plantation? Mmm, that's good soup. Mmm, soup plantation. That's good soup. <laughs> Maribel. Yes. <laughs> it's a it's Prospector. You're on Rock 107 right now. It's a oh it's a Prospector God. prank call. It's not real. <laughs> that was some idea. Your your manager Melissa told She's us to call you. She's gonna get it. I'm gonna get one back at her. Come on, how's that slogan go again? Mmm, that's good. What? Mmm, that's good soup. <laughs> Breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Robert Pattinson is earning good reviews for his role as Batman. He credits his preparation of studying Ben Affleck and then doing the opposite. Suzanne Summers says she made $300 million selling the Thighmaster. Speaking of making big money off of opening legs, what's Stormy Daniels up to? It was on this date in 1897 that Dr. John Kellogg first served cornflakes to mental patients in Battle Creek, Michigan. The patients weren't that impressed with cornflakes, but they were absolutely cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Prospector ruins everything, even the news. Tune in tomorrow for... Some people just have um, things that they don't like, things that drive them crazy, things they hate. Good morning, I'm Rock 107's Prospector, and yeah, I trade in hate and anger sometimes, but I don't hate certain words. I might hate the meaning of words and the way people use them, but I don't hate the words itself. On the other hand, my wife hates the word nude. She doesn't like to say it. Her nose crinkles up. She's just like, I don't want to say it. I hate it. My friend Mike hates the word ointment. So I want to know what words you hate. Checking in with Jamie on Facebook.com slash Angry Prospector says happenstance. I hate that word. I'm not even sure if it's really a word. I guess it is now. But yeah, okay, I'm with you. Out of the rock lines, what word do you hate, Rock 107? How about okie dokie? <laughs> Don't like hearing okie dokie, huh? No, it drives my husband crazy. 
hatred. <laughs> All right, what a seven. Checking in with Willie B from Carbon County on the Rock Lines. Uh, what words do you hate for for whatever reason? Depending on how the words you used, period. Like the word at the end of a sentence, it doesn't bother me, but it just sounds like feminine. Like you know what I mean? So if you say period in other other in any other context other than the meaning full stop, it's ungood for you. Yeah, I ain't liking that. He ain't liking that. That might speak to bigger issues beyond those words. I'm not sure. Jim says surreal, and Theron hates the word frankly. We're on to the rock lines. What words do you hate? Rock 107. Uh, hi. Huh? I wanted to say that I hate the word squelch. What word? Squelch. Squelch. Like S-Q-U. Yes. Okay, squelch. Why? Because it just sounds like a squishing noise, and it's just disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you want to hear the word squelch? I certainly don't. How about if I just squelch this whole conversation and we'll move on? Thank you very well, much. thank you very much. <laughs> I'm here to squelch it for you. Don't worry. Jen, she hates the words slacks and pocketbook, and Sally says perhaps. We're on to the Rock Lodge, Jimmy in Dixon City, Rock 107. Yeah, you're talking about the words you hate? Yeah. What do you got? That word. Not allowed in my family. My five children are all grown, and they still will not say it in front of me. <laughs> so you don't like the word. You dislike I don't like that word. I, my, grand, my grandmother told me once that every time you say it, it uh, weakens your heart. My heart has to be incredibly weak then. I, I actually embrace it sometimes, but I get what you're saying. Hating other people may not be good for anybody. Uh, Paula says, you know what I hate? When someone texts back K instead of OK. Ah. Wow, that's a letter you hate. If your flag is yellow, blue, the whole free world is back at you. These words will stick. What's a yam bag? A fool, an idiot, a blockhead, a dunce, or an ignoramus. You know, a dullard, simpleton, or a clot, nitwit, dipstick, pea brain, mouth breather, or cretin. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Jam Bag of the Day, as decided by you at rock107.com. Here are the nominees. Nominee number one. Every now and then, a thief steals something and gets a lot more than they bargained for. This may just be the king of those scenarios. A few thieves in Ireland stole some stuff from the back of a van Tuesday last week. It's unclear if they knew what they were taking, but officials are trying to warn the thieves to be very careful. One of the items was a bright yellow case with radiation symbols on it. You know, like in Back to the Future, the one that Doc had. It's reportedly a device used to measure the density of certain materials, and in this case, it was being used for road construction. But if you open the case without knowing what you're doing, you'd release radioactive material. In fact, you'd be hit with your yearly limit within just 12 minutes, which means that anyone exposed to it would greatly increase their chance of developing cancer. The EPA and other local officials in Ireland are trying to get the word out so the thieves don't try to open the case. And obviously, they'd like for it to be returned and secured before it can harm anyone. Nominee number two. When you steal something, it usually helps not to leave it sitting out where everyone can see it. A 33-year-old woman just down the road in Frackville, Pennsylvania, named Nicole Chester, is facing charges after she got two guys to rob her ex-boyfriend's grave and steal his ashes. It happened last summer, and no one knew who did it at first. Though the family thought Nicole might be involved, they couldn't prove anything. She did get into some legal trouble a while back, though, and was still on probation, so the police told her probation officer about the crime. Then in January, he saw the urn sitting out at a table at her house. He also found a bunch of weed paraphernalia in a baggie with possible crystal meth residue in it. 
They arrested Nicole and charged her with felony vandalism, theft, receiving stolen property, drugs, and desecration of a grave. She's due in court next week. Last I heard, the guys who actually dug up the ashes hadn't been charged. And the winner is... The woman who dug up her ex-boyfriend's ashes and then left the urn out for her parole officer to see. <laughs> Come on! You're the yam bag of the day. And we'll move on to Friday's yam bag of the week competition. Stay tuned for all the nominees for Prospector's yam bag of the day each and every weekday right here on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 530 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.